Hello, and welcome to another episode of Book Faces Live, the show where we talk to the faces behind your books. I'm Nathan Van Koops, and today I'm thrilled to be bringing you an interview with author Lucy Score. Welcome to the show, Lucy. Thank you, Nathan. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you back. Um, we, we were able to chat um, six months ago or so, and we were you know, talking about how you had once again hit the tops of the charts with your um with your book the worst best man and you've been at it again since so i'm really excited to, to talk to you more about what you've got going on thanks just writing more books <laughs> <laughs> um for those people watching uh the live uh the stream on on facebook i've got the the cover of your your latest book the fine art of faking it um up and displayed can you tell people a little about a little bit about your uh, most recent release? Sure. Um, it's number six in my series, uh, the Blue Moon series, which is set in upstate New York in a fictional town, which is kind of sad because I think we all want to move there. <laughs> um, it's a, originally a farming community that was overtaken by wandering hippies after Woodstock. So um, it's a, a very entertaining, if I do say so myself, rom-com <laughs> series. Small town rom-com. And um, there's... Six actual books in the series plus a prequel. Don't read the prequel first, though. Just, okay. Just yeah. to make that clear. Good to know. <laughs> but um, people can dive into... Could they dive into this without reading the rest of the series, or is it best to start with uh, book one? Um, this one it's okay to jump into without reading the rest of the series. It might make you want to go back to the beginning and mm -hmm. start the series, but this one branches off a little bit from the two main families that were featured in the first several books. So this one's a, this one can be read as a standalone. All right, well, it's fantastic. Um, good looking covers as always, and I see that the little uh, row of books behind you is getting steadily longer. Yes, <laughs> yeah. On, on the bookshelf. Uh, Sixteen and seventeen coming up later this year. That's that's fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, I'm also excited because you are the first guest I'm having back, which will be our um, first live podcast. Um, episode for the week. We just, for those of you who are watching, uh, have been watching via Facebook, we also now have a Book Faces Live podcast. So if, even if you're not able to watch the entire episode live on Facebook, you can also catch it on iTunes um, or Podbean as, as a podcast. So um, make your ears happy and you can always check this episode out and future episodes as well. So uh, thank you for being my podcast guest as well. You are welcome. <laughs> I'll come back next week. Yeah, we should. You will uh, we'll be our most repeated guest. We'll have a, have yes, a contest. That's here. my goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so last time you were on, we talked a little bit about how it felt for you to be a number one Amazon bestseller and to sort of hit the tops of the charts, which you have done. You know, you, I know we, at the time we talked about it, I want to say Worst Best Man had been into the top 20, but I want to say it made it into the top 10. Is that correct? So even after we spoke, it kept climbing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it hit um, number nine, I think. Yeah, which is tremendous um, to, to do, for anyone to do. And then to do it as, a, as an independent author, too, is just an especially spectacular achievement. Um, and you've been able to keep pushing books into the top. But um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today, if we could, is sort of what it's like in between those peaks for you what's like how you're doing this behind the scenes what your your uh more day-to-day -day is like can you talk to people a little about like say for example like what's your average writing day like sure it's awful 
I'm mostly sort of kidding. Um, the the writing part it's such a slog for a majority of the of the process for me. Mm. Like it's really it's very hard work and mm. um, it's kind of like working out. You don't enjoy yeah. working out, but when you're done, you feel like you really accomplished something. So that's how the writing process has been for me. I do get days where fantastic and everything's flowing and I'm like I am a genius <laughs> and those days are so few and far between <laughs> yeah I mean the the real magic is in the slog I think it's the harder you work the harder that book makes you work I think um the better the outcome can be <laughs> mm-hmm. we we recently had a chat and we were talking about um, kind of the idea of like pushing yourself to deadlines and like making sure that you get the words done. And you yeah. mentioned that at one point you went and locked yourself in a closet to make yeah, this happen. Yeah. That was very recent. Um, <laughs> I, so I do set, I'm not a very disciplined person by nature, so I do have to be very strict and structured with myself to, um, to stick to the editorial schedule that I want to. Mm-hmm. So um, I tend to, I try to write 4,000 words a day, six days a week. Obviously, okay. that does not happen. So um, I was coming down to the wire on this work in progress, and I realized that I had two less weeks than I thought I did. Oh. And it just, I, I was in panic mode because I was in a really tough spot in the writing process where it was just, I felt like I was fighting for every single word. Everything around me was a distraction. It's just the two of us in this house. There's, yeah. there's no children. There's, you know, I, I have a very quiet, stress-free life, but everything was distracting me. And I was in, I was just straight up panicking. So I um, ordered a whole lot of food from Panera. Mm-hmm. I grabbed my laptop and I locked myself in a closet in one of the guest rooms upstairs. <laughs> and I finished the book. I, I sat in there with a blanket and pillows and just went nuts. <laughs> how, how have you sort of adapted to this mindset of being like, because you're your own boss. You're the one who, you know, is is in charge of your own schedule. You're making your own deadlines. You're not necessarily being, I mean, granted, you are working with other people's schedules too, but um, how are you f- for making yourself mentally shift into this space of like, yeah, I can't just push this off. Um, I think I take things a lot more seriously because for a couple of reasons, you know, number one, I'm not working for someone else. This isn't just some meaningless task that's, mm-hmm. that's just going to go into someone else's bank account. This, this is me and my living and my lifestyle. And, you know, this is what I've dreamed of doing for years and years and years. And I, I take it very seriously because I don't want to screw it up. You know, I've been given this awesome opportunity. So I take that very seriously, and I know that I am incredibly disorganized and undisciplined, so I really focus on ways to get myself to be more disciplined, or at least pretend mm-hmm. to be, during the writing process. Yeah. Do you have any particular strategies or tips that you have learned along the way, or things that maybe you've adapted to help you with that process? Definitely. Um, I think knowing yourself well helps. I'm very competitive. Um and often in ways that I shouldn't be. You know, I, I don't 
have a ton of like talent or athleticism backing me up, but I'm competitive. You put me on a volleyball court and I'm going to try to win. Yeah. Um, so I found out that doing word sprints with author friends is really helpful to me to keep mm. me focused. Like the structure of the sprint, 25 minutes, you shut down. There's nothing else that you're doing besides writing for 25 mm-hmm. minutes. And then when that those 25 minutes are over, you check back in with your sprint partners and everybody reports what they wrote. Mm. And I'll see that so-and-so over here wrote 200 words more than I did in 25 minutes, and that makes my next 25 minutes yeah. even more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the writing sprints help a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Coming up with little things to help me focus has done a lot. Um, I have noise-canceling headphones, and I listen okay. to music. Okay. Um, I have my closet upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> the last chance closet. Yeah. I know. I should, I should take you up there. <laughs> <laughs> next next episode, we'll stream it from yeah, the closet. The tour of Lucy's closet. This is where the book was written. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Um, it sounds it sounds like you know you've definitely made use of other authors and um, mm-hmm. that networked your your way through this, these problems. Um, so I think I think it's I think it's really cool that you know you you found a way to not necessarily write alone like you said there is just the two of you in your house but you're you're staying connected throughout the process do you feel like sometimes that connectivity is yet another distraction yes (laughs) (laughs) i actually i have a daily we call it an accountability chat and there's about a dozen authors in it but Mm -hmm. we're supposed to check in in the morning and say this is our goal and this is where we currently are and then we're supposed to check in when we're done for the day Mm-hmm. and uh, say what we accomplished. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be very short, very business-like, and my author friend, Dylan Allen, who's adorable, and very on task, she's like, no chatting in this. This is not yeah. a chat. This is this is just here for goals and, and yeah. updates. Dylan's yeah. on vacation this week. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, I chatting. about two hours yesterday of uh, catching up with everybody. And, uh, and so, Dylan, you need to come back from vacation because we need help. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, the connectivity can definitely be a huge um, distraction. I actually have, I think it's called Stay Focused mm-hmm. on my uh, laptop, and you can plug in websites that you want it to block, and then you can tell it how long you're going to block it. Mm-hmm. And I, when I'm in the weeds, that, that goes on and stays on. How did you find the, the group, the accountability group you have? Is that something that's like open for other authors? Or is it mostly romance authors? How did you discover this particular group? Um, it's a private group that I started with just one other person, and it's mm. grown a little bit. It's still very small. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know top secret invite only, but it's been really helpful. And through them, I've met dozens of other authors. So it's um, the networking and the, it's just so nice to talk to someone else who knows exactly what you're going through. You know, yeah. you can tell them, I wanted to curl up on the floor under my desk and cry today. They're like, oh, that was me Tuesday. <laughs> Here's what I did. <laughs> Pictures of their closets, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the day after I wrote in the closet, my friend, um, Kennedy Ryan mm-hmm. messaged that she was in a bathtub writing. <laughs> like, oh gosh. Not filled with water. It was yeah. the middle of the night. Her laptop light was keeping her husband awake, so she went and wrote in the bathtub. Oh wow! <laughs> um, <laughs> that, well, that's that's fantastic. Um, how much of your your schedule is sort of organized by you know when you have to get to the editor or 
when you have I know that you have in the past published books as often as like every couple of months but I know you've also said that sometimes you stretch that out in the interest of you know a particular book if you want to work on it craft wise a little more like what's your schedule like now how often are you publishing like what kind of deadlines are you setting for yourself I'm right now I'm shooting for um, a book every three months mm. yes yeah. yeah before I think last it may have been last year I think I did six books in the year and that was it worked okay for me then, but I could see how close to not getting some of them done I was, and mm -hmm. it wasn't giving me enough time in the editorial process, which that part of the process is becoming a lot more important to me. So now I'm trying to um, write, I'd like to finish a book around the five-week mark, like the first draft, mm -hmm. and then I'd like to spend a few weeks in edits before I turn, turn it over to... Um, the rest of my team for mm. editing and proofreading and cover design and all of that. So that's that's my goal. Um, mm. A book every three months. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that you're doing like with your readers? You obviously have a very loyal reader group. Um, you've got a um, one is the binge readers anonymous. Your Lucy scores binge readers anonymous. Yes. I'm sure they're uh, clamoring for more books all the time. Um, <laughs> do, do they factor into some of your like how motivated you stay and how, uh, what are some of the things you, you do there to, to keep Absolutely. motivated? Um, I'm, I'm very lucky. I have an amazing core group of readers who are very supportive and, uh, they're, they're so enthusiastic. I mean, it's, you know, even months after a release, they're still so enthusiastic and they're, mm -hmm. they're constantly asking what's next and when can we expect this? Then they're always suggesting books based on secondary characters. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the running joke is I'm going to start releasing books that will have no other characters in them. <laughs> but they've been they've been amazing, and um, I'm co-writing a series with Claire Kingsley. It's a okay. small town rom com with some romantic suspense, and um, we we released the first two books, and it was just amazing to watch our readers try to figure out the mystery component that's going to go through the whole entire series. So that has been amazing. Just, you know, watch, you get to watch readers get invested in this and, mm -hmm. uh, and then figure out, like, if they're going down the right path, if their intuition, and, but the readers play a huge role in how motivated I stay. I love, um, when I have a terrible day or something, all I have to do is log into my group and I'm going to see messages, I'm going to see comments, I'm going to see, uh, just, there's always a lot of love for Myself and other authors and other readers in there, so it's it's like the best. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of love going both ways. I know you've been watching the the Skypes. You haven't necessarily been watching the the live feed, but while you were talking about your group, there was this nonstop onslaught of likes Yay! and, and oh, little hearts floating up. So your binge readers have been, you know, storming the video a little bit here with the, with their their love. So, um, and if anyone is watching the live video, definitely, you know, feel free to say hello. Let us know who you are, because um, we can't necessarily we see people are watching. But if you want to say hi and, and let us know, and uh, if you have any questions or particular comments um, for Lucy today, keep it clean guys, keep it clean. <laughs> Or if you want to, uh, if you're watching the replay later and you want to say hello, go ahead and let us know where you're watching from and, and uh, say hello. And I'm sure at least you'd be happy to, to come back on and, and reply to comments later yeah. on as well. So, um, 
So, so it's obviously, you know, you, there's a lot of love that goes back and forth. I understand that you do um, live, live streams with them as well, like you do some, some conversations with them. What are some of the things that you guys um, talk about during your, your lives when you like, really build this relationship? How have you been building this relationship with these readers? They're so funny. Um, so my, one of my page admins had noted that I hadn't gone live in a while. Mm. Um, so I said, I'll, I'll do a live tomorrow night. What do you guys want to know? So, um, they started posting questions and I wish I would have kept them. I I think I threw them out, but it was things like who controls the remote? You or Mr. Lucy, uh, (laughs) what's Mr. Lucy's favorite book and character by you there. They really want to know a lot about Mr. Lucy. Um, (laughs) what did you have for dinner? Yeah. (laughs) Um, oh, they want to know if I would start writing children's books. Oh, interesting. Um, you just never know what's, yeah. what's on a reader's mind. So I just love doing the Facebook Lives because it makes interacting as a group so much easier. Yeah. And I have a blast doing it. I did last night's on the deck, and these are sounds that I don't hear because I'm so used to them, but um, yeah. the <laughs> cicadas were... Everyone was like, what is that noise behind <laughs> you? I was like, what, what noise? I don't... I, I don't hear anything. And meanwhile, to everybody else, it's yeah. like tropical rainforest, and then right. the train came through three times. <laughs> <laughs> Pennsylvania noises that you just don't, don't you know, think exactly. about Exactly. I'm used to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's fun. Um, so I know that you, you mentioned that you've been collaborating as well um, with another author. So can you tell us a little bit about the series that you were writing uh, with a partner? Sure. It's um, the Bootleg Spring series. I'm writing it with my friend Claire Kingsley. This is my piece theater. Is there I a can. Claire? I can. Chaser. Yeah. It's a great cover. <laughs> it's a fantastic cover. Thanks. Cassie Roop from Pink Ink Designs. Um, so I wrote Whiskey Chaser, which was book one. Claire wrote Sidecar Crush, book two. So okay. we're, we're collaborating on the ideas and the outline and the plot, but we each write our own books. So okay. that's been amazing it's so much fun to go through that process and not be totally alone like mm-hmm. when we were plotting out the first two books it was thousands of messages back and forth what if this what if this yeah. oh, what about this you know two o'clock in the morning and we're on opposite coasts oh so. wow okay. <laughs> but um i i actually really really enjoyed it i wasn't sure how i would feel about sharing the process i'm very um selfish <laughs> about my writing process and my my characters and everything mm-hmm. but Claire and I had an amazing time working on this and we're really looking forward to working on books three and four so it's going to be a six book series total. okay uh, so. how much have you already have you already planned out all six books together or is it um, sort of a we, the, book general, the general storyline planned out um, mm-hmm. because it's romantic suspense each book is a couple, and each mm. book has a happily ever after. But the mystery that started in book one is going to carry throughout. Oh, so, Yeah, so it's been really interesting trying to um, figure out all of the details of the mystery to carry through all six books. That's really cool. <laughs> and um, do you have more books coming out in your, your main series as well? I mean, so you have six of them already? Um, I plan to continue Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any definite specific publication dates right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to let the series fit for a little bit because 
Uh, we did gain a lot of new readers um, in recent months that are still working their way through the series, and I, mm-hmm. I like to know what readers think. You know, if they're if they're done with the series, I don't want to keep pushing Blue Moon at them. So far, it does not sound like they're done with this series. <laughs> <laughs> But um, the more I work on it, the more ideas I have, and the, the more in love with that town I am. So mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely on my mind. Um, I have some standalones that I'd really like to work on in the next year. So got a lot of plans. I just wish that I didn't need sleep so I could write more. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, when you look at the, your different series, now if you look back at your body of work, which is, you know, pretty impre- it's a very impressive amount of books you've written so far. Um do you have you identified sort of common themes to your style um, and to like just sort of what it is that inspires you to write? That's a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. No, okay. <laughs> we ask all the tough questions here at Book Faces Live. Um, uh, I think I think what always inspires me is uh, human relationships and. Um, people's ability to carry on and love and laugh no matter what is going on. So mm-hmm. I'm, I write a lot of comedy into everything that I'm doing. I, I have a romantic suspense duet um, mm-hmm. that was a little heavier, a little darker, but there's still, like, hilarity laced throughout, just like real life, you know? I mean, yeah. I hope that nobody's life is so dark and serious that they never crack a smile during right. the course of their day. So, yeah. um I think just having a, a healthy sense of humor in no matter what is going on in your life, that's probably pretty close to the theme yeah. of my books. It sounds like pretty close to your own personality. Having gotten to <laughs> hang out with you on multiple occasions and, you know, getting to know you personally, um, I feel like that's pretty close to home. Thanks. Um, well, feed me tacos and I'll be nice. <laughs> which I'm excited about. I get to see you. Uh, you'll be at uh, Novelist Inc. next month. Yes. And uh, yep. along with a lot of other uh, fantastic authors who will be down here in, in St. Pete. Um, do what are, are there any other um, like reader events that you do, or do you do any in-person events for people? I haven't. Hmm. Um, a, a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm a huge chicken. I'm afraid <laughs> that I would sign up for one of these things and no one would show up. And I would just sit there with my little stack of books and watch everybody go by. <laughs> I know that wouldn't be true. Like, if I told yeah. binge readers that I was going somewhere, I know that they would band together and make sure, like, 20 people showed up and yeah. were there for me. I, I know that. But um, I'm also, I'm so hesitant to take time away from my writing. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they love the most about me, mm-hmm. <laughs> my yeah. books. So yeah. I want to keep, I want to make sure that I'm still able to deliver to them. I see some authors are incredible. They're you know, they're hitting like four signings, five signings a year and still pumping out more books than I am. And they're, they're brilliant, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm not confident in my ability to uh, stop and start like that. So I'm a little hesitant. I will, I think maybe next year might be a good year to pick a place and go to a signing. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking for suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Readers can, can leave some comments. Let us know where you're um, coming from. And- where should Lucy go? Um, during days, I mean, obviously, you've you've been tremendously successful. You've you've hit the very very tippy top of the, the Amazon charts. Um, how do you deal? But, but despite that, everyone has days when they have self doubt and they have you know concerns about what they're doing. And 
How do you deal with those days, like on the on the, on the bad days? Because, like you said, not every day is a great day as a writer. Um, sometimes I'll just pour a martini. Yeah. <laughs> um, usually, what's been the most helpful to me is reaching out to other author friends because no matter how successful they or I have been, you know, we've all been in that position. And it every book, I mm-hmm. every book hits um, that phase. Uh, I just, sorry, you froze on my phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 I can still hear you. <laughs> I can still hear you too, fine. So. Cool. Totally. Sorry, totally awkward. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, reaching out to other authors and having them talk me down has been really, really helpful. Um, mm. Sometimes I'll go to Mr. Lucy and I'll be like, I'm... I can't do this anymore. I need to get a job at a shoe store. Yeah. And, and like, he'll go to Taco Bell and bring me back something. <laughs> and, and then all is right with the world again. It's just, everyone feels that way. And you might feel that way with every single book, and it's okay. It's an unfortunate part of the process, but what makes finishing a book and putting it out there in the world so great is the fact that you made it through all of the self-doubt, all of the hard stuff. You did it. You, mm-hmm. You're a champion. You accomplished it. So mm-hmm. the hard stuff is what makes it great. Yeah, and you have this sort of proof up on your bookshelf of all these now achievements that you've done, but also all these moments you've made it through. Look at my self-doubt. <laughs> 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 the products of your self-doubt have, have <laughs> blossomed on your bookshelf. Yeah. I'm going to fill a library someday. <laughs> and in the acknowledgments, it's uh, thank you, Cinnamon Twists from Taco Bell. This is Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Hang on. I always put acknowledgments to food. <laughs> oh, this one has dinosaur chicken nuggets. Oh, wow. Yeah, I discovered those. Uh, we had friends coming over for dinner, and their daughter's... Like, she doesn't like a lot of weird food, so I was like, oh, dinosaur chicken nuggets, and then she only ate a couple, so I ate all of the rest, and they, were, <laughs> they got me through some tough spots. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. That's like a reason just to pick up your books right there, just to see which, which foods you credit. I think that's a lot, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> you, you mentioned that you have, um, you listen to music while you write. Like, what are some of the songs that have gotten you, or gotten you going? Any uh, particular albums or... Yeah, I always have the killers hmm. on every writing playlist. I, there's just something about their lyrics and everything that just mm-hmm. really mesh well with my creative process. So I always have like five or six of the killer songs. Mm. Um, that always gets me right in the mood to write. Um, do you I, en- do I you end up with certain do you end up with certain songs associated with certain books? Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I actually, I discovered a song recently that I love so much I want to write a book around it. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's cool. That's happened to me before, so uh, I'll, I'll probably make that happen somehow. Uh, but the killers are amazing. I, I listen to everything. I have like Eminem and ABBA and <laughs> um, if things are, if it's a really, really tough day and words are interfering, um my friend Catherine Nolan turned me on to uh, the Harry Potter study sessions on YouTube. Interesting. So it's just, it's background noise. So it's like rain on the window or a fireplace crackling or um, like a, a quill on parchment. Really? <laughs> that, that is, when I'm getting really, really, really serious, like I have to finish this, that's what I'm listening to. 
I will be going to find that like right after this episode. <laughs> It'll <laughs> change your life. Yeah, more common room, change your life. I want a Harry Potter study session for sure. <clears throat> make me get myself a quill. I'm gonna go join it. <laughs> Scratch on that parchment. Do you ever handwrite? Yes. Do you? Yeah, actually, I have. Oh, let me pull it up. This is just one of my notebooks. Oh, wow. But I like to outline by hand. Mm. I got to flip through it fast because binge readers will pause and be like, oh! Secrets Um, revealed. Yeah, I like to, in the outline process, I like to just uh, handwrite in notebooks because it keeps it feeling really um, like I'm not working. Mm. (laughs) Like, just playing. So that kind of trick helps me just kind of be really casual and spontaneous with it. And uh, that's kind of let my, it lets my brain go. And mm. I really try to sit at my desk and focus when I'm writing, writing. So mm-hmm. if I'm outlining or editing, I'm usually someplace else in the house or mm-hmm. at a coffee shop. So <laughs> just any anything that you can do to trick yourself into the right mindset. I mean, like thinking you're not working, but being productive. Yeah. <laughs> what what are some things you do to kind of refill the creative well? Like when you do have to just walk away and and take your unplug your brain. Do you have any um, strategies besides talk about? Yeah, I I have to consume. Like I can't just I can't just put books out. I have mm. to read. Um, if I'm having like a really tough time, or if I if I just finished a book that took a lot out of me, I'll go back to one of my old favorite books and reread that. Mm. Uh, kind of reset myself and then um, I'm a really picky reader Mm. Uh, (laughs) so I do not finish a lot of books uh, just because I don't have that much time so I want to make sure that the time I am spending reading is like incredibly enjoyable and productive so Mm. uh, reading watching movies listening to music I always have this like crazy explosion of social obligations at the end of a book because I've pushed everybody off for so long gotcha. that once I hit the edit stage, I'm like, let's all get together. <laughs> so, I'm out. you know, we'll have some long lunches or some breakfasts or we'll go swimming or something. You know, we just yeah. uh, figure out our schedules and get together. So that kind of, that helps me remind myself that I'm a person. <laughs> yeah. It reminds your friends that you still exist. And... I do exist. Yeah. Well, that sounds, that sounds very healthy. Sounds like a good strategy. <laughs> I, I try. I try. <laughs> yeah. So um, we somehow managed to, to blaze through a half hour really quickly already. But um, I, I had a lot of fun chatting with you, as always. Um, where are some, some places people can go look you up online and find for, whether they're listening to the podcast now or whether they're watching live and they want to come learn more about you? Uh, where are the best places? Um, come find me on Facebook. My author page, I think, is facebook.com slash lucyscorewrites. Okay. Um, from there, you can find my website, which is just lucyscore.net. Um, net, find me on Instagram under, I think I'm lucyscore1 something. I don't know. I'm. <laughs> you'll recognize me. Um, okay. And then I have my reader group. Like, if, if you enjoy romance, if you like talking about books and tacos, and you don't mind getting virtually stabbed for bringing up secondary characters and... <laughs> Hopes and dreams for a series based around them. And <laughs> come hang out. It's Lucy Scores Binge Readers Anonymous. And it's it's really like the highlight of my career are the mm. people in Binge Readers. They're just 
it's the happiest corner of the internet. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. It sounds amazing. Well, thank you for sharing part of your little happy corner with the rest of us. And um me. Yeah, and uh, look forward to um, chatting with you again soon. Yes, three peaks. All right, we're going for it. We'll, <laughs> we'll make it happen. All right. Well, thanks so much. Have a have a great day, and we'll we'll uh, talk to you later. Thanks everyone Thank for watching. You. All right. Bye.